You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. You are about to experience the result of hard work and dedication from the City of Champions, Cleveland's own, 90th's finest. Self-made, hard-working entrepreneurs, unequivocally raw, no holds barred. This is Epiphany Media. So today, class, we'll be learning all about black history. So write down that Abraham Lincoln freed the slaves, Martin Luther King, he had a dream, and moving on to Anne Frank. So it all started in 1939, back in World War II. When, oh. Yes, Mark. Is that it for black history or? Oh yeah, Rosa Parks said no. Don't forget that one, that's important. So yeah, like I was saying, back in 1939, at the start of the World War II. Uh, and that's for, all we did. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I just told you everything. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be my awesome. Favorite black history uh, sketch, whatever. Like, ha has to be. That's hilarious, and that's exactly how school treated it. At least when, when, hey. when we was in school. I was reading today. I can't remember what state, but, but one of the senators proposed that they put cameras in the classroom so that they monitor, you know, um, that the teachers are te uh, teaching what's in the book. You know, and stick to the curriculum. And not their own thing. <laughs> yes, yeah. Instead yeah. of saying what what may have happened actually happened in history, <laughs> you know. I'm just gonna assume it's a southern state. <clears throat> just gonna uh, go on assumption. Like an like Oklahoma, Iowa, Texas wow. type of situation. South and yeah. West, yeah. yeah. For sure for sure. Uh Thanks for joining us on another Fibber Media Podcast. What is happening, y'all? Hope y'all having a great Sunday. I hope y'all enjoyed that Pro Bowl. Boy, NFL is certainly doing it. Yeah, it was, uh, all I saw was the highlight when uh, Miles Garrett had that pick six. And then I seen a race uh, with Nick Chubb. He was running. I think he got like second or something. Yeah, but he got burned by a linebacker or something like that. Do this. <laughs> 260, 70 pounds. I don't think he's No, that, that was pretty good. Um, I was being sarcastic because I didn't watch any of it. But the real, <laughs> the only uh, all-star game that actually means something is next weekend. Next weekend? Two weekends? Two weekends. Oh, yeah. Two, yeah two weeks. Yeah, yeah. One here in Cleveland. Uh, NBA all-star uh, weekend. So we won't have a show that week, but uh, it'll be all right. Um, hey, we want to remind y'all once again, today is the last day. We got an extension. We gave an extension on uh, 
on our 5K um, benefit this year. Uh, you guys got into midnight, so it's six o'clock yeah, now. Plenty of fair warnings. We got like we commercials a, out. We made a, a commercial yeah. <laughs> for this entire situation. <laughs> commercials, <laughs> posts everywhere. Uh, um, you know, all the social medias. If you go to um, uh, uh, the events on Facebook, like it's everywhere. You know, so this is this. When you guys hear this, if you listen on the podcast, uh, you probably only have a couple. A couple hours before uh, it's all over with, but that doesn't. Hey, what's the price right now? To remind the people, you know what I'm saying, so they can see the comparison when they when they miss up, miss out, 20, and have to sign out later. Sign up 20, later. Twenty five dollars right now. Twenty five dollars to sign up. Um, and you can do little flexible things like if you don't want a t shirt. We take money off. If you um, uh, you share your friends list, you can get some money off. Like it's all type of like little. Little things you can do to kind of be flexible or save some money here or there. Um, so uh, go, you should go do it now. So you can do it now rather than later. Uh, but if you do it later, we will still appreciate it. So uh, just a fair warning, as my guy said. Um, tonight at midnight, Sunday to six at midnight will be the uh, the last chance to get them for twenty five dollars. It's uh, Epiphany. Dot five k dot run. I'll put it on the screen. Epiphany E P I F F A N Y spelled like the show. Dot five k dot run. Um, yeah, go sign up, man. We are, we're a long way off, but it's it, it, it's gonna be here in no time. Great cause, great time to socialize. Great time to just you know come out and walk with us or run. I'm not running. I don't like I haven't spoken to anyone that is running. So if you're running, kudos to you. But um I think I think uh, uh, those days I, think, I can't yeah, three miles is not in me. I can't do it. Yeah, you don't got no uh you Dewan Blair, like you don't have no uh <laughs> Dewan Blair had like no MCLs or something like that. Like, <laughs> but he still made it to the NBA. Like you don't got no Achilles. You don't got no more <laughs> left to to tear, man. So hey. You know, I, I do my fair. Well, I did my fair share of jogging. Uh, after, you know, after I healed up and everything, mm-hmm. but mentally, I just just can't do it. Like I just can't. I'm just imagining mm-hmm. it just snapping again. Even though I'm doing everything to strength uh, strengthen them, um, I just feel like it's going. <laughs> yeah, here we go again. That's, that's a, nobody wants to do that. Not for a third time. I mean, that'd be that'd be crazy. <laughs> Um, so yeah, man. So, uh, and even if you don't want to walk, you can always just go donate or you can, you know, pay for a walk and, and not walk, come hang out with us, come, uh, you know, show your support for mental health. If you want to, you know, uh, I don't know, there's definitely plenty of options and stuff for, uh, you guys to do who don't want to actually walk or run. Um, there's definitely stuff to do. So, um, you know, just come out, hang out with us, and uh, we appreciate the support and all that good stuff as always. Um, so yeah, man. So Black History Month, as you guys know or should know, once again, uh, yeah, <laughs> it keep coming around. Hey, ever uh, since June, you know, we got Juneteenth last year, so 
I, I feel like, as though we made, made some progress. I guess we got a real holiday now. Huh? <laughs> That's not uh, Martin Luther King Day that everybody don't even celebrate. Not enough. It's funny. <laughs> not even. <laughs> I, I I agree. I agree. So uh, today we want to go over, man, some uh, some uh, Black history. Uh, you know, you know, people. Uh, we we didn't go over this before, but we saw it right before, and it seemed like we both kind of did people who were like not your usual suspects. And uh, no, no disrespect to you know the usual suspects, the, the Martins, the Malcolms, the Roses. You know what I'm saying? But it was it's a thousand other. It's a million other black people that was either doing stuff in civil rights time uh, that were, um, uh, they just did, you know, first black people to do stuff. It's all type of uh, achievements and stuff where, you know, it's not just the same five people like they did on the, on the video I just played. Like, yeah, Rosa Parks said no, Martin Luther King had a dream. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. There's way more going on in that. And uh, uh, I think it's a good spot, good point to be able to highlight. Uh, some of those people, I think it'd be a good idea. Yeah, some of these people have, you know, whatever whatever they did to contribute to American history, uh, world history, it's still being used. It's still being, um, they're still impacting the day even after their death. Because most of these people aren't even around anymore, and you know what they did for American history, world history is still lasting. It's it's going to be everlasting with what they uh, invented. So yeah, shout out to them because we want to have a lot. For sure. You want to go, uh, hey, look, and be sure in the comments, um, if you want to leave a comment on the um, in the comments here on the live show or on the podcast, if you want to um, leave a note on there about, you know, somebody that you know about in black history um, that inspire you, even if it is a usual suspect or somebody new, uh, we're, we're not above, uh, you know, learning something and and uh, you know finding out some new stuff. So if you know of anybody or anybody that inspired you or anybody you want to highlight, definitely go ahead and drop them in the comments and uh, yeah, definitely give me something to uh, to look up. I'm definitely all for that. Um, you want to go first? Uh, sure. Sure, sure, sure. I got it written down, but I also want to read a summary. I can write all mm-hmm. that down. All right. Uh, this one is, you know, short and sweet. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> let me make sure I get it. Uh, okay. It's okay. So the first person I'm going to talk about is Alfred Frail. Crowley Crail. Now, out of all the different things that I saw when I was researching, this one stood out to me personally because without him, I wouldn't be able to uh, dip into this decadent tree. Um, so Alfred, he invented the ice cream scooper. Now, to some, it may be, you know, may not mean anything to you, but me, I love ice cream. Like, my, it's my it's my favorite treat when I you know when I want to get off my diet or whatever I'm doing I gotta get some ice cream like I just, I just, I just have to and I would be using a spoon right now if it, if it wasn't now if you ever use a spoon to you know try to fill up your ice cream cone it's, it's difficult you know 
But you go to the ice cream parlor, it's just two scoops. And boom. They put the one and then put another one. And somehow, the ice cream is all the way at the bottom. I don't, I don't get it. I don't know how that works. But I uh, am most definitely appreciative um, of what Alfred invented, which was the ice cream scooper. So shout out to him um, for sure for making that. Can't go, can't go wrong with the ice Knocking nobody here, but we got usual suspects. All I'm saying, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, hey, I like I didn't even find out that um, a black person invented the dry, uh, dryer, the dryer, the dryer, and it was like fairly recent. Let me see, here it is. Oh, never mind. I'm tripping. It was not fairly recent. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I, hope, I don't think it was. <laughs> uh, 1892, George T. Sampson invented the dryer. Okay. Um, hey, I think, man, I think black people was like, I don't want to go back to them fields. Like, in no <laughs> way, shape, or form. So we gotta vent anything we can do to not have to do that again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So not that not that to go to the field to uh to hang up clothes, whatever the case was. Like we don't want to go back to doing that. Hey, they're like, hey, they're like, man, we tired of picking this cotton. And so you know what? Let's invent this cotton gin. <laughs> Eli with me, right? Exactly. Like, hey, hey, we uh uh uh-uh. <laughs> You know, that's, that's just in case they put us back in the field, we just make our job easier for years hey, ago. Man, it's a machine for that, boss. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, all right, man. So my my first my first guy. By the way, you got two guys. Like, you got any women on your list? I mean, it's only a two person list, but uh, yeah, I do actually. All yes. right, that's that's because I was. No disrespect to women. I'm not, I don't want to come off like I'm saying nothing, but um, there was two specifically that I had in mind when we was talking about this already um, that I uh, I didn't even do any research on like uh, women or whatever. Um, so my first guy is uh, uh, Frederick Douglass okay. Patterson. Patterson, was, is it a difference? Yeah, it was a joke. It was a you know, everybody know Frederick Douglass. This is Frederick Douglass Patterson. Enlighten uh, me. This is epiphany. <laughs> this right. Ohio guy. Ohio, Ohio uh, born okay. gentleman. Buckeye. Um the first guy to um uh developed and and owned and operated 
um, uh, 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 African-American black car manufacturing company. Hmm. The first black owned and operated uh, car manufacturing company, like really going head to head with uh, with Ford, like in Detroit or whatever. What year? Uh, 1915. And that was, yeah, that was when, that was the start. Yeah, no, yeah, that was literally the beginning. Um, so I, I don't, I remember, uh, I remember reading head that, head I guess, the Model T. <laughs> the Model T, yeah. yeah. I think they said, uh, or I know he was selling his for like just under 700 bucks. You know what I'm saying? For, but, for a car? <laughs> for a car, yeah, for a car. Like 680 bucks or Brand right, brand speaking new. Um, I don't know what Henry Ford was some of his for at that time. Um, but yeah, you know. Um, so it, it didn't last super long. Um, you know, because uh like right after that you got into like the Great Depression and stuff, but they say he he was able to produce anywhere from thirty to like one hundred and fifty cars, like which you know by today's standards, not a lot of anything, I guess. You know, what I'm saying um, that's a pretty solid number. It's a respectable number, I think, for a, a black-owned and operated car manufacturer, not not just a car um, salesman or or car dealership, like making cars. You know, what I'm saying especially back then. Uh, you get a hundred, hundred and fifty vehicles. I think that's pretty good. You know what I'm saying? Um, of course, you gotta, you know, compete with people not uh, you compete with Ford or whatever. But then you got, you know, you can't get the financing that white people could get at that time. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. You, you can't get the, um, uh, you know, people might not buy from you just because you're black. You know what I'm saying? Like all type of challenges or whatever. But. Um, yeah, my man. But but at the, but at that time he had it. He had a, he had his own um, consumers to sell to at the same time. Who couldn't go to, couldn't get those Fords. They probably came to him. Yeah, but how many of those consumers could afford you know seven hundred dollars back then? Right, and a lot. It wasn't getting a lot of money. Right, there's right to even be able to buy the car or whatever. So, uh, and then you know they're working for less money. You know what I'm saying? So it's a whole thing of. Man, seven hundred dollars back in those times probably like I don't know what the um, lot. yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it's, I'm sure it's a, a bunch of grand. <laughs> you know, what I'm, I'm I'm sure it is. Um, but yeah, man, first uh, car black car manufacturer and to Ohio dude, um, born and died in Ohio. So my man Frederick Douglass. I, I like the the pause, Frederick Douglass. Patterson. <laughs> um, then uh, you know he 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 uh, uh, after like the Great Depression he changed it to something else like um, he just started building like um, uh, bus or uh, like bus or truck like just a body the frame that goes over like the engine and stuff he just started making just like the body work or something. Uh, then he died, and he had a son that like closed the company up or something. I don't know, but yeah, definitely, definitely uh, somebody to take note of uh, in my book for sure. Frederick my Douglas name. Patterson. Patterson, yeah. Mm-hmm. Freddie P is what they called him. 
That's not, that's not what they call it, but that's funny as fuck. <laughs> I would start calling him Freddie P. From, from now on. I would, like, what was his car name? What was the name of his, his car, though? I don't know. Uh, I could tell you the company, but I don't know the. Um, I, I try to look up to find like maybe a picture of it to see how it um, how it looked different than uh, than um, like the model T's at the time. Yeah. So this was all I can come up with, and I'm assuming this is a picture of him as well. Um, let's see. So this. This is a uh, looks scary. Oh, <laughs> the car looks scary. Hey, I don't know if I, I don't know if I want to ride in that. Oh uh, well, that hey, that that might be why. <laughs> that, <laughs> that that might be why. You know, but you gotta look at look at all those cylinders, man. I, it probably wasn't efficient. Uh, that's, but that's, yeah, yeah, that's look, a V sixteen at least. That's, it's like it's like twelve cylinders on there. Hey, all I'm saying is if if you had to either you know what I'm saying if your options was um, horse and carriage, nigga. yeah, or, or, or this, I you know I, I would I probably jump in this. I'll probably jump in this over the horse and buggy. All right. And you and you expected to stop? Shit, at least oh. at least the model at least the model T had like yeah, like a cover like you yeah. were sitting. I don't know. You know inside a cabin. Uh, yeah. This is open air. Like it's like a motorcycle. On, <laughs> it's like a motorcycle on four wheels. Or something. I'm I'm, I'm going to assume that uh, brakes and stuff were was. I'm assuming that those were invented. I don't, I don't see any calibers. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> or, or brake pass on that wheel. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's a the wheels from the uh, horse and carriage. It, it might have been all into breaking. Hey man, don't don't slander my guy, man. <laughs> don't, don't slander hey, Freddie it, P. It, it could have been other factors as, as, as to why you know Freddie P. Not in business today. You know what I'm saying, but. If I had to guess, it could be the design. <laughs> oh, I want see now. Now, now I'm have to. Uh, hey, hey, but not that. Not, not that Ford is any better right now, present day, <laughs> than they was back then. But I wonder. Uh, I'm just saying. And look, what, what, we don't know for sure that that was a, uh, you know. All it was to it, you know. It might have been uh, well. All right. If this, if this is any uh, <laughs> I don't know, if this is any uh, semblance of. All right. Hey. So look. Maybe he knew. <laughs> maybe <laughs> was looking at the Model T's. Maybe he knew that. Uh, he's like, all right. Well, I took this as far as I could take it. And um, yeah, it might have been, it might have been other stuff. I'm trying to find a. All right, here we go. Hey, I'm still saluting and everything because he was the first. And I don't. Yeah, know, yeah. I mean, it hasn't been a second. Has it been a second? No, I'm pretty sure it has not. 
Damn. In a second. I just want to. So this is um. This is the Model C. I don't even know if I can. Uh, I might be as close. As, uh, let me see. I gotta share a different share a different tab, but yeah, uh, the Model T is um. This all right. This might be a little. Uh, I mean, it has doors. You know what I'm saying? It has a windshield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The retractable roof. I mean, and this is the 1915 model. Get the motherfucking wheels. Yeah. All right. Well, all I'm gonna say is, uh, Freddie T's my guy, and uh, Freddie P's my guy, and you hopping in the Model T. <laughs> I might, I might hop in the Model T. I might hop in the Model T. I don't know, cause it's like you buying something new that already looked like a. I hope you already. I'm saying. I want everybody to notice that Byron is against <clears throat> black entrepreneurship. <laughs> I want to make it known here firsthand that he's against it. I'm not against it. I'm not against it at all. <laughs> if you want to go against the competition, you got to compete. That's all I'm saying. Hey, there it goes. He said when the Great Depression hit, he's like, I'm not competing with them. <laughs> hey, I, I can't. I, don't got to oh, I, I, I understand that. What you going to do? do? So I respect that. But yeah, that's my first my first entry. Frederick Douglass. All right. Freddie P. Frederick Douglass Patterson. Mm-hmm. First black car manufacturer. <laughs> I don't know if he sold any cars. <laughs> Hey, he, uh, I mean, he did other stuff in his life. I don't want to make it seem like he was just a dude that tried to make cars and then just couldn't do it. Like, he, 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 he like, taught at um, Tuskegee University. Like, he, was, he was, like, a... Prestigious. After, yeah, after after the, the car stuff, he went on to do some, some better things. But, man, uh, there's no, like, there's not one single black car manufacturer in the world, you know what I'm saying, in the world. I wonder why is that? Like, no, no, not one. Like, even if it was like not American black, but like African black, like not one in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, Germans, Italian cars, you know, American cars, like, but none owned or manufactured by a black a black person. It's crazy. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. That's another number two. Yep. All right. I'm going with. Just had it. Here it is. I'm going with Mary Van Britton Brown. She was an African. Yeah. She was an African American nurse. Mary Van Britton Brown. She devised an early security unit for her own home. She and her husband took out a patent for the system in the same year, and they were, they were awarded the patent three years later. In 1969, uh, I read that totally wrong, and they were awarded the patent three years <laughs> later in 1969. Home security systems commonly used today took various elements from her design. 
So we got somebody in 1969, black woman, didn't feel safe in her home. And she said, let me devise something that can alert me, you know, of any intruders. Where where does he live at? It's my first uh <laughs> where is he from? Uh you know what? I don't know. Let me see. There you go. You know, you know how you know you know how unsafe you gotta feel in your house to invent like a home <laughs> alarm system? Like, where does he live at? Is my, is my, is my first question. <laughs> I guess I could have looked uh, it up too, but I didn't even my, think of it. I didn't even think of it like that. Like, you know how unsafe you had to feel. Oh, she was. Uh, <laughs> she was born in Jamaica, uh, Jamaica, New York, Jamaica, Queens, New York, uh, Queens, and, okay. that's, and that's where she died at. Yeah, well, that uh, yeah, okay. Fair, fair and enough. It was, <laughs> and it was a video. It was a video home, uh, video home security system as well. Damn. Yeah. How does that work? I, I'm very uh I'm very interested. How did that work? Yeah. She it was oh it was the first closed circuit television security system. Oh, she did uh CCTV? Oh okay. Mm-hmm. This is a series of cameras that how how do you do that in the sixties? <laughs> TVs were just invented, right? Right before that? Uh, yeah, I think uh, probably a little bit before that, but yeah, not too much before. Like, not enough to. How? That's crazy. I didn't know that. Huh. That's like a very important thing in modern history security systems. Like, it changed the game. That's interesting. I, I know so, they said. Um, I used to hear they were like uh, ADT stole like uh, you know like a black woman's invention or whatever or black yeah a black woman's invention for the security system or whatever. But I don't mm-hmm. think if she made CCTV, I don't think they stole it or whatever. I mean, I don't I don't know how that, all that worked out with patents and legal or whatever. But it'll it'll uh, eventually run out. Right? Yeah, it sure. does. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's crazy though. I, I didn't. Uh, I didn't know that. Oh, I, I think up. I knew, but I didn't know her her, her uh, name or anything like that for sure. Her education included the University of Phoenix, DeVry University, wow. and Harrison College. I've heard I heard of two out of three, and two out of three are like online schools. Not knocking online schools, but um, I oh, see. Was University of Phoenix around back then? Well, she like, died in ninety nine. That's what that's what I was about to say. So I wonder. So I wonder, like, was her education after, you know, like after her invention, or was it before? That's interesting. That's crazy. Yeah. And she died um, in ninety nine. That's crazy too. Died in ninety nine, but see, her husband was an electronics technician, so. Oh, them combined. Okay. So her idea. Um, okay. Hey, so I can uh, hold on. I can read a little bit more into it. She worked as a nurse, and her husband was an electrician, so they did not always have normal hours or simultaneously work. 
Her mother, father, and grandmother all had the nickname Dee Dee. She didn't have any siblings. Mary, Mary and Brown had two children. Their daughter followed in her mother's footsteps and became a nurse and inventor. Brown passed away on February 2nd, 1999, at the age wow. of 76. Inspired about the home security system now. Oh, check this out. <laughs> this is very interesting right here. Inspired by the prolonged length of the time it took the police to arrive in her neighborhood, yeah. Brown invented the first home security system. How to do it. Her work hours were not the standard nine to five, and the crime rate in their neighborhood in Queens was very high. At the time, Brown was 47 years old and spent many nights without her husband at home due to his work hours. Mary started her invention by creating three peepholes in the door to provide access for tall and average height people along with their children. The next step was setting up a camera that could adjust from peephole to peephole to allow people inside the house to look outside to see who was there. Mary wanted to find a way to view who was outside the house from any room and decided a wireless te- television system would work best. To do this, she used a radio control wireless system that could stream the video to any television in the house. That's Along crazy. with the video system, Mary and her husband created a two-way microphone system that would allow for communication between family and the person at the door. Hey, that's a ring, cam- ring camera. Yeah, ring. ring camera. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. On August 1st, 1966, Mary and her husband submitted a patent application for her invention. It would be the first patent of its kind, and her husband's name was below hers. The patent was granted by the government on December 2nd, 1969, and four days later, the New York Times ran an article about her invention. All right. So, oh, cool. hey, and it's a response to how people felt about uh, felt about her invention too. Hold on. At first, the invention was difficult to sell to home builders because the cost of implementation was so high. The Browns initially decided to build it in their own home, hoping that would spark interest in the home builders. She also created a system to unlock the door remotely. Damn. <laughs> yeah, like she was way ahead of her time. That's crazy. Marie knew this would only help them know who was at the door or attempting to enter, enter the home, but would not improve their emergency response time. Knowing the police or security response was slow, she decided that there must be a quicker way for them to alert the authorities. To do so, she invented a system that contacted police and emergency responders with just the tap of a button. She and her husband cited other inventors in their patents, such as Edward D. Finney and Thomas J. Redon. Even now, over 50 years later, her invention is still being used by smaller businesses and living facilities. Although although the system was originally intended for domestic users, many businesses began to adopt Brown's system, given its efficiency. And so it was working. That's super sweet. Um, That's that's, so ADT and all these companies blew up because of her. They pulled from her. All right. This is crazy. Like, so, like, I don't, I'm not good with like the blueprints and all of that type stuff, but what I got on the screen is, um, I guess it's sort of like a, a diagram or a drawing of like her like original ideas. And like, even, even just in this little section, you got the, the closed caption television, you got the camera outside, uh, on, uh, a lever that can like 
I don't know if y'all can see this, but these this is like a elevator rungs of sort that can move that will be able to move up and down. Um, you have your locking mechanism here, where like I guess you can unlock the door. Um, this is crazy, man. I thought it was like you know, um, <laughs> hey, I thought it was something way more simplistic, like. Uh, you, uh, um, you know, if somebody grabbed the, the door handle, uh, a bell would ring or something like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought it was something like, like, um, yeah, once everybody in the house, you put a mechanism on the door, if the door is opened or pulled or something, then it rings, you know, bells or something or, or like, I didn't know. That's crazy. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. yeah, I found out a lot of stuff I didn't know uh, researching for this. That's crazy, though. Uh, Angel said, life alert. Yeah, uh, like a way where you can just hit a button and have the authorities respond. Um, yeah, that's life alert. That's, you know, having an alarm system on your wall and you know, put in a code where you don't have to pick up a phone and call. That's that's pretty damn good, man. Wow. Marie Von Britton Brown. Shout out to her. That's pretty cool. That's Very sweet. Cool. That's that's pretty dope. Hey. Erica hey, Jarvis, man. thanks for joining us, Erica. What's up, e? Hey. If I told you a, a black person invented uh <laughs> Even a potato chips, would you believe me? I wouldn't believe you because I know how they were actually invented, but probably not to probably not actually call them potato chips or whatever. Why well, you got a fun fact for me? And they saying they saying it says George Crumb was working as a chef at a restaurant in New York. Customer sent his dish back of French fries dinner, and like dinner, dinner, dinner potatoes. Payment, they weren't good. And the irritated fit crumb cut the potatoes thinly as possible, fried them until they were burnt crisp, and threw a generous handful of salt on top of them. Thus, the chip was born. I didn't know that the chef was black, but that's the that's what I know. Yeah, exactly. But I know he was black. I'm just saying that's the 25 cent chip, 50%. I mean, 50 cents a yard. People know the 25 cents with some chips is, uh, you know, that wouldn't be possible without the real price. (laughs) The real price of chips that's that's uh, that alarm system shit. That's very interesting. Hmm. Uh, anybody in the comments got any before I go? Do you guys have anybody that you guys want to highlight this Black History Month or? A hero of yours, even if you don't got fun facts, like you know, just a, a person or group or whatever, uh, people that you uh, appreciate or like or want to talk about or highlight or any of that, even if it's us, so we could be your uh, <laughs> we could be your black history uh, <laughs> people that you want to highlight. We black. Um, 
I think uh, I think my my last one's gonna be good, man. It's gonna be good. I, I, I think it's gonna uh, be good. I'm anticipating it. Um, I found out. Y'all, about it. <laughs> you said what? The first the first hoop you was invented by a black man, so I'm interested. Hilarious. And what you got to say on this one? Snigger root. Hey, so if you guys got anybody put it in the comments, we'll we'll get to it at the end. Uh, we can talk about it. Um, but while y'all are thinking of people or are writing in your answers, hopefully I'll uh I'll go on with my second my second pick. So let me uh hold on. Let me so so Byron, you tell me. Tell me, does this 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 look familiar to you? Ninety <laughs> third, <laughs> man. Ninety third, not this woman here, but the, this building, this, this block, <laughs> this block meeting thing to you. This, this is ninety up down there for anybody that want to know where where we. Uh, hey, where we plenty of times out. I went down ninety third and, and went through the cut, went to the house. <laughs> oh, it's the only way to go. This is 90th. I remember when this wasn't this. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, but yeah, right here, this is Cedar Avenue. This is East 93rd. It's actually better from, uh, from like the side view. But this building here, so I, we just established, you, you've seen this building before, right? Mm-hmm. There's never been anything uh, besides like a place where like I've never it's it, I've never seen nobody working on cars here or anything. What's funny is that it's actually cars in this building. It's, it's always been cars in there, but I never seen nobody working on there, working on there, working on cars in there or whatever ever, right? Uh, so my fourth, um, my fourth, my second. Person is uh, Alonzo Wright. You familiar with Alonzo Wright? No, I'm not. Tell me, tell, tell me about uh, Alonzo. So, so Zoe, Big Zoe is what they called him. Not <laughs> just what it is. Um, hey, so he was the first. Uh, you heard of the Standard Oil Company, though, right? Uh, no, I like me. You haven't heard Standard Oil? That, all right, so you heard you heard of John D. Rockefeller, right? You gotta yeah, keep cool. going <laughs> back and back. Rockefeller was the owner, oil tycoon, um, you know, from Cleveland, um, owner of the Standard Oil Company. Uh, and this building, not even on the screen, this building here was a uh, Standard Oil Company gas station who that was owned by Alonzo Wright. Um, the first uh, millionaire, the first millionaire in Cleveland, the first black Cleveland millionaire. It's a lot of commas, but the first black man to be crowned a millionaire in Cleveland, particularly uh, mm. starting mainly with this building here, which is a, a gas station, technically, or started as a gas station, rather. Like, can you zoom in a little? What's that little part? Does, does that look like the remains of the pumps in the middle? Yeah, this, this is so. 
I don't know how it was back then, but nowadays the tanks would be underground, and this would be like where your right where your pump would be. Where you know they probably had like the meter pumps. Um, but yeah, you would pull up and get gas here. Um, but yeah, this was this was a gas station. That's crazy. Like I, I when I found this out like a couple years ago, I was kind of amazed that. Um, like right there, like a building I've passed and walked by a, a hundred thousand times, uh, like has some sort of um, black history to it. You know what I'm saying? Like uh-huh. that's crazy, man. Um, so they, uh, so and by the way, this was the not the only, but the first uh, Standard Oil company uh, gas station that was in like a predominantly black neighborhood, which of course that area is. And has always been predominantly black. Uh, a little bit up is starting to change a little, but you get what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, there was only like two black, like or gases like the black neighborhoods, and this was one of them. This was the second of the two, but um, yeah, a, a black gas station, black owned, black neighborhood, um, uh, which is which is just crazy. Uh, so uh, Alonzo was from Tennessee. He wasn't originally from Cleveland. Uh, he moved here like a shoe sign, uh, shoe shine, shoe shiner. Like I, I don't know what the like I don't know what the I was gonna say a shoe sign guy, but whatever. Shoe shine uh, salesman. Yeah, that's what was, a salesman. What I was gonna say, but clearly that's not a. That's, that's not right or whatever. He polished shoes. <laughs> yeah, he sh- yeah, he was shining shoes. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. So he did this. Um, uh, you know, he started. Well, this was the one that he started with. He started with this gas station, and then over, I don't know how many years. I want to say, um, I don't know how many years, but over the next seven or so years, let's say seven to ten years, he went from this one gas station to six gas stations. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, 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 I think think he got up to like a total of 11 before he like left the, like he just started doing something else or whatever. Um, But it was just so, um, uh, like the opportunities that he was able to like give people in the neighborhood jobs, um, you know, like black kids and black neighborhoods, but bringing black jobs down there um, was kind of you know I would say unheard of, but like he was he actually had the money and the the name and capital behind it to be able to do it. Uh, then he left gas gas stations and started doing real estate, which is apparently that's where that's where everybody goes to after they do their uh, <laughs> their initial uh, money money situation. Everybody gets into real estate. Um, and uh, he, I think, the mid forties or something, he started doing real estate and and um, start buying uh, hotels. You know what I'm start buying hotels, uh, start buying nursing homes, like all type of stuff. Um, I say he moved to <laughs> he moved to the all white section of Cleveland Heights. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they. The wild thing is, of course, once he got to Cleveland Heights, they like bombed his house or something. I remember um, bombing was big back then. <laughs> uh, he bombed his house, and 
And that was it. it was, you know, it just kept getting his house bombed and eventually he died and he buried here in Cleveland, Lakeview, Lakeview Cemetery. If you're not from the area, if you need a tourist attraction, uh, and you don't mind going to cemetery, I go, I guess Lakeview Cemetery is the place to go because it has everybody buried in there. Presidents, hey, yeah. everybody. We on the we on the health line. They say that I remember they kept playing that fact about uh, the only pit, the only uh baseball player that was killed by baseball is buried in uh, in this uh, Lakeview Cemetery. That first off, that's <laughs> absurd, and I don't even know if that's a a good fact to highlight. <laughs> but <laughs> I guess it's a highlight nonetheless. That's crazy. I never would have. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> If I had a cemetery, that that wouldn't be the one I would uh I wouldn't be all like that one. That's a big cemetery, man. Stretch from DC all the way to uh other side of Cleveland Heights. Yeah, it, it uh yeah, it's crazy. Man, you want to talk about a um like a I never walked it, but just how far it stretched, like that'd be crazy. Um because our learner he in there, right? I think our learner is in there. Um, uh, president, uh, we forgot which president was in there. It's, it's a bunch not of people not, in there, though. Uh, like it's over the L, I think. Uh, Lind- not, not Lyndon B. Johnson. I don't, I don't remember which one. Uh, um, it's not, it's not relevant to the show, but just know a president. Yeah, in there. It's, it's all. Yeah, like said, you ain't. Scared or whatever, like let me even if you is scared, like going to daytime. Uh, like I don't hang out at cemeteries, but I've seen pictures and stuff, I, I've been around it. And uh, we get some of those old architectural buildings, uh, or I guess technically be like uh, monuments or whatever. But they're uh, some nice stuff, man. They keep it very nice in there, you know, plenty of flower areas or whatever. But it's a, it's a very interesting thing. Um, uh, so yeah, last thing on Alonzo, like I said, his house he moved to Cleveland, the white part of Cleveland Heights, and then they bound him, told him to get out of here. And uh, so he moved to Chesterland. I just had to look this up, and uh, he well, died in his house. Nobody, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Chester, right? And then he died at his house in uh, some 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 Lakeview Lake. Front property in Bretonville. Damn, he okay. He has some bread. So you know you got yeah, bread. You when say you, he was a millionaire. Yeah, he got some bread brewing in Lakeview. When you, when you, when you, uh, when you can live in Bretonville, just in general, you're doing pretty decent. You know what I'm saying? If you can get one of those uh, lake lakefront houses, you're doing really well. Doing really well. So that's my guy. I, I keep wanting to call him Alonzo Morning, but that's not his name. Hey, I don't even think Tristan <laughs> sold his. his Smart, uh, house. Smart. I mean, he, he it was on a market, but I don't think it sold because it was like eight million. Some stupid. Yeah. Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Oh, Angel's Angel's gonna buy it. She she's a big fan. Angel she like him, she like Chloe. She probably like Chloe then. Same thing. Same person. <laughs> They're the same. Uh, every time they get back together or whatever, she has an opinion on it. So Angel's going to buy that house. So don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, man. 
I'm uh I learned something today for sure. Um hopefully you guys were able to learn something or take something away from from this. The whole thing is uh part of the whole reason for the show, I guess, is not only because it's black history month and all that stuff, but to remind people, to remind everybody that there's a whole bunch of black people out here doing stuff now and then, you know, in history. Like, you don't have to just focus on uh, the Martins, the Malcolms, the Rosas, the Harriet Seven. Now, they're big players. They're, um, uh, you know, influential and well-known and all that good stuff, of course. I'm not taking anything away from them. We should celebrate those, but there's plenty of other people in black history. So, you know, black history might take your time. Find a new black person. Um, and that's a small... And that's only a small percentage of um, inventors and, and business owners and stuff. There's so many more, thousands and thousands more that you don't know about because they're being currently suppressed. I guess it's not a part of American history. You know, you could you could talk about Eli Whitney, you know, inventing the cotton gin because it has to do with cotton. I guess I don't right. know, but. <laughs> as far as other things, like you never really hear about it. So, I mean, this is a this is a good show. You know, like we, we hey, we need to make this annual because I know we had one before. I don't remember what the hell I said like, on on that show, who I said, but we need to uh, most definitely keep this up on a, on a yearly basis. I'm down with that. We can uh, we'll definitely do that. And uh, like I said, if you guys got any people that you want to uh, celebrate. Or bring up, or somebody that you learned about maybe this year, feel free even after the show to put in the comments or to comment later on the podcast. Um, yeah, let us know. We're always open to learning stuff. Um, I definitely learned about uh, or how, how advanced that lady in that alarm system was, man. Like I said, I'm thinking it's a series of bells or you know, a flashing light or something. You know, like you know you <laughs> you you open the, the window and uh, uh, flip the light switch or something. Like, oh, somebody in here! Now I didn't know she had a uh, you know cameras and you know uh, locking mechanisms for for the door and a way to contact the police. Like that's crazy. Yeah, that's so yeah. crazy. Nineteen sixty nine. Like yeah, that's mm. crazy to me. And then like, like I said, Alonzo Wright. When I found that out a couple of years ago about like that building and what it was. Um, look, I so much to the point where I'm like, man, it'd be super cool to have a business down there to have that business specifically that that building. Uh, man, they wanted astronomical <laughs> money for that building because they know the history, they're just trying to sell it on the man. history. But the lo- but the location is great. Like, what there isn't a gas station on on Cedar until you get to City, uh, Fifth. Exactly. Uh, well, no, right on Cedar, but then on Carnegie, yeah. a couple. But, yeah, but right there, Cedar specifically. Man, that area right there, though, I would give discounts to uh, hospital workers. That back parking lot, I don't know if they own that backfield. Get a, get the biggest loan you can, pave it over, make those parking spots, and you can have paid parking for uh, Cleveland Clinic or whatever employees. If they don't want to pay the, the parking fee, the parking uh, membership that Cleveland Clinic got to do, you could do it right there. And look how close you are to Cleveland Clinic. Like, mm-hmm. there's definitely like, hey, there. 
have it like this, like your car is under a 24 hour uh, watch. You know, we got yeah. it on surveillance. We got a security that's on location. Yep. So you feel safe, you know. Uh, and then, like you said, there's no gas station right there. I would have like a uh, discount, police discounts for coffee or, you know, whatever, you know what I'm saying? Uh, if you was worried about like the immediate area or whatever, um, uh, just to keep people, you know, police or the right people in there or whatever. Look, I, I like, I, I've learned about this a couple of years ago. I've thought about it. It was so much to the point where I like looked up the price. I don't remember what it was, but I'm like, man, who? I'm like, no wonder it's just sitting there. Like, who, who can and would afford this? I don't know. Who, I don't even know who owns it. Like, if it's the city or whoever. But people park there now, and I don't think they're getting paid for it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so even if you actually just came there to manage it, uh, you can be paid for parking um, right across the street from Cleveland Clinic. Like. It'll be a great business thing, but I don't know who the hell can afford. I'll, I'll try to look it up again, and I'll try to let y'all know. But the money was astronomical, man. It'd be sweet though. Yeah. Part of history too. Yeah. One day. And it'd be in our area, like that shit'd be dope. That'd be that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, open up a business right there. That'd be sweet. Oh. All right, man. I uh, appreciate y'all for joining us as always. One last time, I want to remind you that we're doing a 5K this June. You can sign up right now for 25 bucks. Uh, that price is good. So midnight after that, midnight. the price is going to go. Don't forget. Yeah, but or 11.59. Uh, hope you're checking out. Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, Eastern, Eastern Standard Time. Um, you know, uh, so we appreciate you guys that supporting. And like I said, even if you don't plan on walking, if you want to, uh, you know, still pay your money and come come hang out or come, um, I don't know, just show support in, in whatever way uh, that you want to show support. We appreciate it. Um, you guys take it easy out there. I'm sorry, epiphany.5k.run is the website. You go to any of our links, Facebook, uh, Instagram, it's everywhere. Um, so go ahead and sign up um, You know, as soon as you can. Like I said, the sooner the better. Um, you guys be safe out there. Take it easy. Stay warm. Hopefully the snow melts soon. Uh, I was okay with it, but now it's really starting to get on my nerves. There's always something. So uh, we'll see y'all next week, maybe, depending on uh, Byron and his Valentine's Day situation. <laughs> Mate, we having a show. If I was, if I was. In high school, I had a girlfriend. I'd be sweating bullets. Nah, nah, we have a show. <laughs> All right, hey, salute to the city as always. I appreciate y'all. And uh, remember to own your own and or invent your own. Uh, you know, hey. you can be a part of history one day. But uh, we'll most definitely see y'all next week. And remember. <laughs> 12, uh, 12 o'clock, 12 a.m. Eastern Time, 9 p.m. Pacific. Pacific. Pacific time. Oh, <laughs> All right, we out of here. Y'all be safe. Take it easy.